All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Brent Wallace alongside uh, 13-year NHL veteran Jason York and over 700 NHL games uh, who always gets nervous this time of year because it's trade deadline. Right, Yorkie? Oh, it's, it's excruciating, Wallace. Even now that I'm not playing, I'm just on pins and needles. <laughs> well, you might have been traded after that alumni game you played, I heard. Oh, come on. I was I was money. Not good in the first, but it's how you finish, man. <laughs> I finished strong. A couple good net cuts, a couple good first passes, and call the night. All right. Well, uh, by the way, uh, Yorkie is in the lovely state of Arizona, and Bobby is on uh, vacation. So uh, it'll be uh, Yorkie waiting to get to his tea times. So we won't waste any more time. Uh, this show is always brought to you by Botano.ca. Go to botano.ca, download the app, uh, get a welcome bonus up to $500. Uh, they are the industry uh, standard when it comes to online pro betting and for the casino and sportsbook. Uh, big news to talk about today, and that is obviously Nikita Zaitsev being dealt yesterday, Yorgi. Uh, I know you're devastated, um, but we'll not waste any time on your thoughts just yet. We're going to bring in NHL Insider from the NHL Network and from the fourth period, David Pagnota. Uh, Dave, nice to see you as always. Uh, I know you need to shovel out just like I do later today. <laughs> yeah, I was not uh, anticipating the uh, the downpour of what, like 30, I don't know what you guys got. Toronto, we got like 30 centimeters out here, so not pleasant. You know the yeah. jokes are coming about the military, right? <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised Dave. they haven't come out already, to Dave. be honest. 
Dave, I Dave, I experienced Toronto at its finest last night. I was in Pearson trying nice. to fly oh, over no. there. Every single flight was canceled. Thank God. I don't know why ours left, but you know, we did the old D ice on the uh, on the runway for about three hours. I'm sure you've had a few yep. of those at the time. Wally, I know you've had a few of those as well. Lots of fun. Yep. Yeah. Just exhilarating. I'm surprised you got out, to be honest. That's pretty impressive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a long night, long night. Dave and I've spent a, a few times on planes together waiting to take off. So, but we won't get into any right. of my uh, on the road behavior, right? No, you were you were top notch all the way, every time. <laughs> Stockholm as well, just ah, true yes. constant professional. I love Stockholm. It's a beautiful place. Um, all right, let's uh, let's skip this over and get right to Nikita Zaitsev. Uh, Yorkie, you are the defenseman, uh, on this panel. Were you shocked to see him go to Chicago? Were you, I don't know, somewhat surprised in what they gave up in that it's a second and a fourth with Nikita Zaitsev to clear off some space? I was shocked when I saw that they actually were able to move him. And I don't, listen, I don't want to sit here and dump on Nikita Zaitsev. That's been done more than enough in the city of Ottawa. I think everyone's had their share of uh, kicking a guy while he's down. So it just didn't work out in Ottawa. Well, we all know that. We don't need to get into that. But I, did they give up a lot? Second, fourth. I've seen more given up to get rid of contracts. I've seen first round picks and more. So I actually like the move, Wally. Clears up some space. Uh, and the reason I like it, it's going to give young players an opportunity to play more. Get some guys up from Belleville. Um, you don't have to have the situation where you're playing a guy that's not going to be part of the solution. So am I shocked? Yep. Do I think it's a good move? Yep. Do I think they may be overpaid? Ah, I think it's a good piece of business. I really do. I like the move and uh, you just move forward. Sometimes you got to eat a little bit to get rid of something. So um, it, it, this move, I, I like it. I really do. Dave, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. You know, they, they kind of got themselves stuck into that contract and, and with that player. So, you know, it takes a lot to really admit that, okay, this didn't work out. So we're going to try to move on and try to rectify our the issue that we own, you know, we created. So I give them kudos for acknowledging that. Um, about two, three weeks ago, the Sens made it known to the rest of the league that they would add a second round pick to get Zaitsev out of there. Uh, clearly, it took a little bit more uh, with the fourth round pick added. But this was something they were trying to do for, for some time. There was... They, I know they spoke to Anaheim about it. There were some talks with San Jose and Arizona. Would they take on this contract if they made their other moves, Chikrin and Carlson? Obviously, that hasn't happened. Um, but uh, they were looking. They've, they've been trying to, to, to make that move, to get rid of the body, to get rid of the contract. And maybe this correlates to another deal for them. We know they're out there looking. You know, Pierre's been pretty uh, open about the fact that they want to, you know, kind of solidify that back end a little bit more. And if they can get somebody on that right side, he's been looking for, for quite, quite a while now. So whether it's, you know, somebody in LA, cause they've been talking with the Kings, I think about Sean Walker more, uh, more so kicking the tires on guys like Uyghur and Pareko and all that. I mean, those are going to be big impact type moves, but it's clear he's looking. Hey guys, just, just something, well, he's just something Dave just said there. A lot of the general managers will never admit that it didn't work. And that's another reason why I kind of like this deal too. Hey, yeah. mis mistakes get made all the time in the NHL, uh, whether you over-evaluate, the player doesn't perform. And then organizations, they just, they, they go down with this, this guy. So 
that's another great point, Dave. You, 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 hey, you made a mistake. Move forward, get the player out, and and start and start from scratch again. And and the other reason I like this, Dave, we all know the team's getting sold, right? Well, yeah, that's yeah. going to happen fairly soon. So this just it just makes things a little cleaner when the team is sold and uh, gives you a little. It's going to give us a clearer picture now too of evaluating the defensemen that come up and play. Because now games are a little more on the line right now. Not saying the team's going to make the playoffs, but we'll get a chance to see some of the young D play uh, for the next little while under a little more pressure. I, oh, wait a sec, Yorkie. Uh, and David, I don't mean to keep you for a sec, but you can't start calling yeah. up young D men if you're in the middle of a playoff race. This is what they're trying to do right now. You can't just start go. well, let's give little Jimmy a shot on the blue line. Let me ask you a question. Is who's... Who, who do you feel better about being on the blue line right now in a game? A young guy like Bernard Docker, who's going to play in your third pairing, or Nikita Zaitsev? Don't forget, Jake Sanderson's going to be back soon. So He should I, be I, back I, tonight. Uh, he should be playing. I, he's fully expected to alongside uh, Nick Holden, if, both back in the lineup after missing the last uh, four if, games. If you're, if, 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 you're, if you're dependent on the play of Nikita Zaitsev to help you get in the playoffs, then you're not getting in the playoffs. Okay. So you're, it's you're, Nikita you're Zaitsev. You should you should know his last name by now. Uh, but I'm just saying, nobody. <laughs> listen, nobody since he got called name. up from Belleville, really was complaining about Nikita Zaitsev's play. Nobody said a word about him. You didn't hear anything. So I just I'm saying that his play wasn't that bad down the stretch here. Nobody made well, a, a mention of him. Listen, you brought you brought Dave on the show to tell us so there's going to be. Well, there's going to be some move. There's going to be some moves made here. Yeah. Dave's got some info here. He's got some knowledge. So hey, maybe this clears something up, right, Dave? Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's, first of all, it's your your guy's show, so I figured I'd just let you guys go at it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of us had to <laughs> sleep. But uh, no, apparently. Uh, but look, yeah, you're right. I mean, I I, I think there is something else that's going to happen now. Whether Dorian could put it off or pull it off, excuse me, by the deadline in the next eight days. Obviously, you know, we're going to have to wait and see, but um, he's trying. And and I think it, it frees up a little bit of money. It frees up the roster space. And, yeah, if you're putting in a young kid now temporarily to slot in, I think they're okay with that. Um, but management wants to add somebody. They want, they've been looking for somebody to slot on the side of Shabbat for a while and, and really create a true number one pair on that back end to help them along the way. Yes, they're within, you know, whatever it is, eight points, ten points of, of a playoff spot. might be less than that. I don't have it in front of me. But they're, I guess, within striking distance if, if a lot of things go right. Um, but I don't think, Wally, I don't think they're focused so much. Like this move and whatever other move they potentially make, I don't think it's with the playoffs directly in mind. I think it's more of a long-term play here um, that, that we end up seeing, whether it's the guys I mentioned or – it's somebody out of left field. Um, they're they're definitely looking to try to bring in somebody impactful to play alongside Shabbat. And and Wally, Wally, we talk about this all the time on the show. This team right now shouldn't be. Yeah, it would be great to get on one of those magical runs and make the playoffs and go sixteen five down the stretch here. But the 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 smart thing to do here is exactly what Dave said. Think about this team. Where are you going to be two years from now? What are we building towards? So I, I, I really like it for that reason. It's, it's going to free up space to do something. Okay, so then my question to you is, and I'm okay with that. I don't think the Sens make the playoffs. It's eight point or it's six points. It's a tough jump. I get it. 
tell that to the guys in the room who are fighting every night, who haven't played meaningful games, who yeah. want to try and push for a playoff spot. What do you tell them when you start making these moves? Well, you know what, guys? Next year, we're going to try this again. Well, uh, go ahead, Dave. I'm gonna get, I want to hear your take on this. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously you want the guys pushing um, because you not, you not only want the vets to continue to have that mindset, but you want to have that siphon down to the young kids as well um, and play meaningful games down the stretch. I, I, definitely, I definitely get that. Um, I think from management's perspective, you have, to be, you have to be realistic about the situation. Yeah, the guys are going to do what they need to do in the room and, and on the ice and try to compete. And you do, you're not telling them to lose by any stretch. But you have to keep the future in mind here, not just this season. Because clearly, I think a lot of people, and myself included, thought they'd be in a tighter race right now for a wild card spot at this point of the season based on some of the changes they made in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, they're not there yet. Um, but I think, I think it's more so focused on that long-term side of things. I, I totally get what you're saying. you got to keep pushing. And I don't think they're going to, all of a sudden, the players are going to go, okay, well, Zaitsev's gone. Well, we're screwed. <laughs> I don't think that's that's the case. Um, but, Shut it but down. I, I think, yeah, give, game over. Okay. Uh, but I, 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 they're going to keep doing what they're doing. But I, I just, just from the management side of things, um, you have to think about okay. the long-term play here. And, and that's what they've been looking at. So, so then that leads me to, add, to my next guy. Let's go Cam Talbot. If you're going to start yeah. moving pieces and a lot of talk about Cam Talbot, are we now going to see the potential UFA on the move who is going to return to the lineup tonight after missing the last nine games with a lower body injury? So with, with, Talbot, with Talbot, guys, I think the recent play of, of Sogard has kind of made people feel a little bit better about things, potentially if you need somebody to come in and and, and take the reins for a little while. I, I think he's played really well. Yeah. So, And I think a lot, what the Senators do from here on to the trade deadline I don't think they make a move until, you know, at the earliest, maybe the day, the day before, because they really want to see what's going on. Uh, because maybe if they get hot here and they win, I don't know how many games are before the deadline. Let's just say five, and they and they reel off five in a row here. Um, maybe you keep Talbot, but I, thinking ahead, I, I don't know if it makes a lot of sense. If you can get something for Talbot, I think you go ahead and you move him, just because, again, thinking when this team is going to be, I see them next year as a potential playoff team, two years from now, a very good team because their core, I really like the core. Um, so is Talbot at that age going to be the guy? From what I've seen so far this year, it's been up and down. We've seen great Talbot. We've seen Talbot inconsistent. So I'm still unsure of, of what you get from Talbot two years down from now. So maybe maybe if you'll sign a one-year deal, two-year deal, who knows? But I think what I said earlier, if you can get something, I think I, I think I would probably move them because uh you gotta think you gotta think future with here with Cam Talbot. Yeah, yeah, that well that definitely factors in. I mean look, things do change if all of a sudden you win five in a row. Like Detroit, all of a sudden they're on a bit of a heater and they're in the mix and they've pulled Bertuzzi off the market and uh, and Iserman saying, well, maybe we're going to add now. Uh, I don't think they get too much in the rental market, but they're in a position to potentially add now um, because of all the games they have in hand of Florida and, and the Islanders and similar situation here. But with Talbot, I, I know there's interest. There are teams that have reached out. I know Vegas is a team recently that has been poking around on, um, on Ken Talbot to see if they can, you know, maybe figure something out. Uh, Yorkie, I agree with you uh, in terms of making these types of moves, whether it's, 
Talbot or somebody else on the roster, I could see them waiting. I could see them for two reasons. One, maybe all of a sudden you climb and you're right in it and you got to show your fan base at the same time as much as the guys in the room. Well, we're going to make some changes, but we're going to try to keep certain players as our own rentals because we think we, we got a shot at at least making things fun come April. The other element here is, you know, if you're looking at, you're looking at the team, the, the future aspect of it, you want to keep, because they are no secret, obviously they're for sale, and we want to see how this team is going to look down the road. I, I'm, I'm curious to see how they move forward from making some additional changes with that thought process in mind, thought process in mind too. Because it's also, yeah, you want to focus on the future and you want to focus on the, the, the bigger picture here rather than just the push. But I'm wondering if they're also just kind of in the back of their minds thinking, well, I got to look good here in front of the new bosses. So I got to make sure I'm making the right moves that factor in for this team now and down the road to prove that I'm the right guy to kind of lead this charge. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. Because now they've cleared up, depending on what they do here, they've cleared off about $6 million in cap space trading Tyler Mott and Nikita Zaitsev. Um, yep. And if they move Cam Talbot, they're saving some more money. It looks really good for the group coming in. Uh, it's So there's always something else going on, which uh, I'm going to ask you about Austin Watson, but I want to, before we go, ask about the sale of the team and what you've heard. Uh, is is there a chance yep. we're uh, seeing perhaps Austin Watson on the move here before uh, the March 3rd deadline? I can see it. Um, there are some teams that are looking for that bottom six, fourth line grinder, physical guy that's not afraid to get dirty. Tampa's one of them. They're looking for, I, I've been, I don't know what I can say on here, but I'll, I'll, I'll preface it by the, the FU guy. They, they want a guy that's not afraid to get dirty. That's, that's, I've been told that from multiple people, mm-hmm. um, that that's what Tampa's looking for. And Watson fits that mold for a, a few teams. Um, a guy that, again, not afraid to get dirty, can contribute on the fourth line, and can it can you know be a good room guy. So I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa's knocking on that door, uh, but there are going to be a few other teams that are looking for that type of player. And looking at him, his cap hit, his contract situation, um, it, it, we could probably see him moving over the next seven, eight days here. And again, whether it's him or Talbot or somebody else on the roster – I think some of these moves with Mott now gone, I, I could see them happening closer to deadline day, not mm-hmm. just for teams that are cap strapped, but also for teams like Ottawa that are looking to bump that price up a little bit. It sounds like there's a, it's a bit of a buyer's market at the moment. So some of the sellers may try to push things off to try to max a return as, as much as they can, even if it's a mid-round pick. If you can get a fifth instead of a sixth, a fourth instead of a, a fifth, and that kind of thing, um, it sounds like what some teams might might end up doing, and we may see that with Ottawa with respect to a guy like Watson. And it'd be interesting to watch because based on their draft picks at the moment, Ottawa doesn't have a second or a third this year, doesn't have a third next year. So, but they do have two seconds next year. Maybe they can start to move some of those around to recoup uh, some draft picks this year. Um, So let me just ask about the sale and have you heard anything new? We've obviously heard about uh, Ryan Reynolds allegedly choosing the Remington group. I don't know that that, is the ultimate deciding factor, David, when, listen, if another group comes to you and goes, I will give you a hundred million dollars more. Are you not likely right. to take the hundred million dollars more? Like Ryan Reynolds, isn't the be all to end all here to sell this hockey team is my point. I agree. Um, and I know we're hearing numbers of eight, eight fifty. I think it's going to be probably 
to be honest, north of that yep. um, when, when all is said and done. Um, and I don't know how locked in, at least from what I'm hearing, Ryan Reynolds is with the Remington group. If it is another group, I believe there's an opportunity for him to, to get involved in that. So wherever, wh- whoever ends up being the final, you know, and it, it, we're still probably a month away from getting close to the, 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 I guess, final lap of this, uh, but still somewhat early. I think they start to narrow things down in about a month. Um, but I, I don't get the sense that it's exclusive to the Remington group. I think the NHL would like to and has made that known that they would explore other avenues if it's a different group with respect to Ryan Reynolds' involvement. I, I think you're bang on, Dave. I think Ryan Reynolds is he is probably the most likable guy right now on the planet Earth. I, if, you, if you see his – he's just that guy, that personality. I think it's going to be no different – with whoever gets the winning bid here, Reynolds can easily shift over with that group, and I and I think no matter who gets it, he will be involved with this team. It's just it's it's. I think the yeah. NHL wants it. He wants it. I I don't see a situation where it doesn't happen. The NHL better want it, quite frankly. Um, I mean, he's exactly what they need to not only be part of the market, but just league wide. Um, it would be pretty, well, pretty stupid if they decided to turn their back on this opportunity. That being said, though, there are other celebrities who will want to be involved with ownership, whether or not they're qualified. I'm not oh, yeah. sure, but but we've heard of groups in L.A. and whatnot, right? So there are others who can sell yep. the game. I do understand that Ryan Reynolds is like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Like, everybody loves him and wants to be part of that. I get it. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm thinking, well, there, you know, like, there's got to be others available, if you will. Yeah. Well, the, it's the intangibles that he brings, right? It's yep. It's – the the production and the behind the scenes stuff and everything that he wants to do with the sends and with this buying process and 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 all down the road it's all that exposure that comes with it but you're right i mean there's celebrities that own pieces of teams across the league there's i mean seattle's got a bunch of them yeah snoop Vegas golden knights have a bunch of them yeah there's a few others um that have little pieces here and there now his involvement clearly seems to be more polarized because he is going to be that face of the franchise kind of thing, or at least that's what's being portrayed. Yep. Plus all those other, you know, production stuff. Um, some of the other guys are a little more hush hush, but um, there's there's a bunch of actors and actresses and and recording artists and all kinds of stuff that have pieces of teams. I mean, in pretty much every sport, the NHL included. So here's it's, it's, it's interesting to watch. So Dave, so Dave here's a here's a question for you, and, and I'll ask you how much you think this is worth. How many Twitter yeah. followers do you think Ryan Reynolds has? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that'll that's that's a I don't know. He's he's what like uh, I'm gonna guess in and around ten million. I don't know what the biggest guy is. I have no idea. Twenty million. Okay. Twenty million followers and Instagram. I think is double. I think he's around. I think oh, he's wow. forty. It's so like what's that worth in today's new world of right. You want to get to people and you want to get your message out to people as fast as possible. Well, that's a lot more powerful than a commercial that people have the, you people yeah. are choosing to follow Ryan Reynolds. That's a lot of, that's a lot of power. Um, what, I just, what's, I, what's the NHL's following on, on either of those two platforms? Cause I <laughs> guarantee you it's not close to that. <laughs> Let me do some research here and check yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's look. This is what the, this is what the league wants yeah. and, and and needs. You know yeah. whether and 
to have those types of that's why I think I think we're all in agreement here, at least with what's been floating around, that he'll get involved in some capacity. Um, and the NHL should, without question, push that as much as they can. I mean, L.A. uses, for example, and yes, it's a little easier because there's so many more celebs there, but L.A. uses their um, celeb fan base at, at more than pretty much anybody. And whether it's Will Ferrell or Snoop or, yeah. or whoever, um, and it adds to the other elements and adds to the social platforms and adds to the excitement that fans have. And, and maybe you catch a few more new fans as part of this game too. And selling merch is not, uh, it makes it, makes it nice when you got a guy like Reynolds back in it. Yeah. Ryan right? Reynolds, has, uh, Ryan Reynolds has 48 million Instagram followers. <laughs> Four- That's pretty. Yeah. So <laughs> that's about 47, 900, whatever more than, most of us yeah <laughs> yeah just a few the uh same with the new york rangers though right when you go to new york right yeah you're o- always looking to see who's in that section behind the bench what group is it that's sitting yep. there tonight the entertainment value well, yeah well, i'll give you my restaurant analogy again i always bring everything back to which restaurants. i still don't understand it but go ahead well everyone <laughs> wants to go to the restaurant where everyone's at right hey, this guy this celebrity goes there that guy goes there hey we went did you see who was at the restaurant it's the same thing man people like to associate with a person like ryan reynolds it's it's the same thing to, to uh yeah. it's what do you think Listen, I, I, it's, it's the way it works yeah I, I went to a ranger game once and there were a bunch of different celebs and i'm like whatever and then robert de niro was there and i lost it i'm right? like all right that's that's cool <laughs> I'm in the same, I think it was a cup final. I'm in the same building as De Niro. We're watching this. This is cool stuff. And I mean, that, and that's, that's kind of the takeaway for a lot of people. I mean, that was more impactful for me than, I don't know. I couldn't tell you who else was. There were a bunch of others, um, but that was the takeaway for me. So for people to see a guy like Ryan Rent, like that game he went to um, in Ottawa a month or so ago, whatever it was, like the amount of play that got alone was huge. And the fact that, I mean, the people were losing their minds when they saw him. Um, yep. That's that's just a huge takeaway for a lot of people when they go to these types of events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, hey, for one night, for one night on the uh, on Jimmy Fallon show, the mm-hmm. Ottawa Senators were mentioned, and so yep. too was a little suburb of Ottawa called Vanier. Two things I never thought I would ever hear mentioned on the Tonight Show: Vanier and the Ottawa Senators together, and Ryan Reynolds. So he brought all three together. Never thought. Uh, by the way, when it comes, your restaurant analogy works for the fourth period when they host an all-star game suite uh, <laughs> at uh, the win. It is well known yeah. to go to this party and to hang out in this particular suite because it is fantastic. Uh, and I used to come at the end of the party and get what's <laughs> left over. Loved every second of it. So uh, yeah. those are the best. L- little different. Little di- we're, we're trying to do it again this year. It's in Nashville. So... We got a few things in the works for awards and draft in, in Nashville. Wow. So if you guys make it down, it's going to be a decent time. Yeah, we can stay yeah. with Bobby. Free rent. Free place right. to stay. There you go. Huh? There you go. Perfect. We'll show up. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate your time, David. It's always good to chat with you. I, I miss seeing you on the road, as always, because we bump into each other all the time. So uh, take care. Yeah. We appreciate you stopping by. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Take care.
And thanks again to David Pagnotto for stopping by. Always good to chat with him. Uh, one of my favorite people, the editor-in-chief at the fourth period. Uh, Yorkie, uh, as I said earlier in the show, Ottawa's in Carolina, but they play on Friday. I, I don't know why I'm saying this today. Uh, which It's like Death Valley for the Ottawa Senators to go there. They have struggled in their last 21 visits to Carolina, 4-14-3. Only three, by the way, regulation wins. But they've won two of the last three, so maybe it's a turnaround. They get Cam Talbot backed. Uh, they get Jake Sanderson and Nick Holden back in the lineup. I just don't know if it's enough. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This team, it's, it, they're unpredictable. Yes. They, can, they, can win, they can win a bunch of games in a row. They can go on a skid. I look at them, they've got so many young guys. They, when they don't think about stuff and they just go out and play and let her rip, they can beat anybody. It's just which Ottawa Senators team is going to show up. We don't know. Um, good thing, though, you mentioned the record as of late, a lot better in Carolina. Um, and you know what? Going back to that Boston game, I didn't mind them in the Boston game. They actually had an opportunity for a while to, to maybe win that game. Then it got away from a little bit at the end. So um, we'll see. Hopefully Sanderson's back in the lineup. Uh, and uh, we'll see who they put in with Zaitsev now being moved. So Should be holding. One thing, yeah, should be holding. So... Yeah, I like, you know what, it, we are to the point, Wally, where the games, they mean a little bit right now. So I'm excited because now is a real opportunity when you can actually watch players versus seasons past saying, okay, let's see how this certain player does where there's a little right. bit on the line here. Mathematically, still in the race. This is when you really get a chance to really gauge a player and see what he can do when there's a little more skin on the line compared to early on in the season. Uh, a couple of players to keep an eye on for this game. One, Drake Batherson needs one more goal for a new career high. Uh, and two, Tim Stutzel needs one point to tie his career high set last season. Obviously, he hasn't been in the league very long. Don't get me wrong. But uh, he's already set a career high in goals at 26. Uh, these guys have been playing well of late. But uh, I want to go back to Nikita Zaitsev, if we can. Uh, because I put it in the notes, oddly enough, going into this show, going, let's talk about his play. Because no one's really been hammering on him of late. Um, even better like 
he like he he seemed to be fitting into that bottom six role. I don't I don't remember too many just blaring gaffes that he gave up uh, or glaring gaffes. Is there was he playing better hockey? Did we were we too hard on him early on? No, he wasn't playing well early on. He was he wasn't playing the game he needed to play. And why do you think they're able to trade him now? Teams have pro scouts watching all the other teams in the league. They're up on the, you see them all when yeah. you strip on the press box. They're there. They're watching every single night. So for sure, his play lately made it so they were able to move him. Because, yeah, Chicago's losing. They're trying to be a lot. They're not trying, but, yeah, they are trying to be a lottery team right mm. now. And yes, they are. And you still have to go out there and not embarrass yourself. So the way Zaitsov's playing right now, he can slide into Chicago and do what he was doing here in Ottawa. Just go out there and, and don't be noticed. When you don't notice Nikita Zaitsov, it means he's playing well. It means he's doing what Zaitsov has to do. Again, I, I like the trade. It's It frees up cap space, more importantly, gives an opportunity for somebody else to come into the lineup and play. Whoever that's going to be, is it Docker, is it Lassie Thompson, or do they eventually make a move? It just... It frees up a spot. You gave up a little bit of uh, draft equity in the second and the fourth. Not the end of the world. I like I like the trade. And I think, too, with Zaitsev, he's a guy that didn't cause any waves. I think he had some respect from his teammates. I, obviously, the coaching staff liked him as well. He gets a fresh start to maybe, maybe he goes to Chicago. Maybe they like him. Maybe he's a good fit. And maybe it works out for him there. So at the end of the day, I, I think everybody wins in this trade. Fair enough. I still find it steep, uh, depending on what they do in return, right? They, we don't have the benefit of knowing what's ahead. So when I just see it for a second and a fourth to get out of that deal, sure. it seems steep. But uh, I know you got to have to pay to move some guys. And people are like, well, Patrick Marlowe, they had to give up a first for. Yeah. Number Patrick, Patrick Marlowe is a Hall of Fame player. Yeah, he was 40. How old was Marlowe at the time? He, I, Listen, if you had the choice between Patrick Marlowe and Nikita Zaitsev, which player are you taking? Don't forget, Marlowe was making way more money, too. And I don't know. Six I'm mil? trying to remember how much. I, I don't. Toronto, I believe, did they have to eat some of the cap hit or did Carolina yeah. take the whole thing? No, I think they ate some, too. But anyway, it's all, It's just a, it's just steep. To, I, like, I would have thought yeah. a second should have got it done, but. Answer you your question. To... Answer your question. I would take the right shot D that's a lot younger than a 40-year-old guy that nobody else is going to take. Like <laughs> if you didn't make that move, that's why they had to give a first-rounder to get rid of him because nobody was taking Marlowe. Yeah. At least with the right shot D, even as it went along, there might have been somebody else. I don't think so. Everyone's so strapped against the cap. And, and uh, again, it's, it is what it is. I, I also like it too, and we talked about this earlier, um, Sometimes you got to admit that, hey, it didn't work out. The worst thing you can do is hold on and try and prove everybody wrong. And in this yep. case, they didn't. In this case, they didn't, which I really respect. Uh, and I like when teams do that. Just move on, move forward, turn the page, and let's, let's, start, let's, start, let's start with something else here. Uh, this show is always brought to you by Renfrew Pro Tape. Go to renfrewpro.com. They are the ones that continuously evolve the products to ensure that every roll of hockey tape optimizes performance regardless of the type of hockey stick you use. RenfrewPro.com, the ones with the green core, they're available all major retailers. Go uh, to Instagram and follow them at RenfrewPro. It, uh, as always, they have free tape Friday. Uh, feel the game with RenfrewPro and by BEI, Bonisher Excavating Inc. 
They are looking to hire for the spring. Give them a shout. Uh, 613-432-1120. Go to bonshireexcavating.com. BEI, helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. And Yorkie, before we go, uh, as we just said, Carolina with the lock of the day as the Sens are in Carolina. By the way, four games in five days. This is going to be a test. Two on the road, two at home. I like that's a rare I, it feels fairly rare to play four and five yeah yeah no it's gonna be it's gonna be tough here it's gonna be a grind for Ottawa but I always believe if, if you can somehow they get a win here they play well you can you can get rolling get some momentum uh, this time of year nobody wants to practice either we're at end of February it's yep. still cold out you get on the ice you, you've practiced enough now it's time to play games this time of year I used to love playing Love playing, hate practicing. Let's go here, four and five. I don't mind it. I will ask you on Monday as we'll get closer to trade deadline, just to chat about players and what they're going through as this week approaches. Uh, something else to keep an eye on. As we get closer to trade deadline, it also gets closer to Derek Broussard getting to 1,000 games. And interesting, if you look at the schedule, uh, they play in New York against the Rangers, and then they come home on a Saturday and play at home against Columbus, the team that drafted him. I wouldn't be shocked if he plays his thousandth game on Broadway and then the ceremony on Saturday in Ottawa against the team that drafted him. It just sets up perfectly. Makes makes so much sense, doesn't it? Makes a lot of sense. And they already held him at a game to project to, to, to do just that. And uh, hey, Broussard's been, I'll say this about Derek Broussard, signed out of training camp. He's been pretty good this year for Ottawa for what he's brought to the table um yep. with the injuries uh moving up and down in the lineup that was a pretty good signing i, I gotta say brassard has been and now he's going to play a thousand games it's another good story building off what's already been done here with the redden ceremony neil ceremony now they got Derek brassard who at all all signs point to him playing a thousand games and another another ceremony in ottawa so it's uh to me it's another positive for me and and they also honored Jacques Martin this year as well, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that, yeah. right? Yes. Right. So, uh, yeah, no, it's certainly been a turnaround when it comes to off-ice and trying to get these players around. And I was just speaking to uh, someone who works in the organization, um, a hockey offside, who basically said all these players being around has had an impact in this group. And you can see it. You Like Alfie's on the ice with these guys. You've got like all these players just hanging around and you know this, especially being in Detroit uh, where they welcome all their old guys in, put names in the locker stalls and give them locker stalls. It is a huge thing to have a bit of history and players that they can talk to, to find some kind of uh, understanding of the game. Well, one, regardless of what happens this year for the Ottawa Senators, it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs. Yeah. This season is going to be a success for the franchise and for re-engaging the fan base. There was a, a small, not a small gap, there was a gap of fans that left the team. I know that I had friends that had season tickets, people that had suites. Season tickets was at an all-time low here. I think it's gone up over whatever, 160%. But part of that is they re-engaged the fan base and they brought some nostalgia back. Obviously, the, the, the brand and the, uh, the players have been better on the ice. The product's been better. Mm. But just doing these types of things, it it's, it's has to be, you have to include the alumni. You have to include the, yes. the, the uh, 
the the uh, the origins of the team and that ceremony for Chris Neal. One thing they did a lot of things that right that that evening, but they brought Alfie out at the perfect time. And after I said to him, I'm like, Alfie, you're the closer coming in in the ninth inning. They bring him in right at the end when they're putting the jersey up, and they had Alfredson, they had Giroux, Kachuk, Chris Neal. I think Brassard was up there, and it was a great moment. You could. I don't have a picture of it, but if you could photograph that that particular moment, it was great. And yep. fans see that, and they identify that with the brand. And stuff like that's great. And for Brassard, it'll be not that he's Alfredson or Neal, but it's a good, it's a feel-good moment. And the last little bit here, before this year, and you look back, there weren't a lot of things to feel good about with the Ottawa Senators. So anytime you do something like this, Wally, it's a win-win for everybody. And that's what I think was forgotten because you can still be bad on the ice, but people will support you if you are invested in the fans and they weren't yes. invested in the fans. They weren't invested in bringing in Alfie. And then at one point Phillips left and Redden was somewhere else. And all these guys just weren't around. The alumni was barely existent, just being held. It was like a separate entity almost. Now they've tried to bring it all together as a group because they're allowed to now. You And you can see the people coming back and loving this group because they get to engage with them. You see Brady Kachuk out in the, or you see Tim Stutzler doing stuff and that becomes what they're galvanized around. It doesn't really matter about the score. I mean, we've seen that across the NHL. You can have bad teams, but people still come out and buy tickets. Yeah, no, it's, it's, you can just feel the energy yeah. around the team living in the city. I know you live in Stutzville. I've been in Canada forever. I'm now down in the Westboro area, but people talk about the team. There's a, even though it's up and down, there's more of a buzz. It's yes. it's just that good feeling that was gone, it's now come back. And I think whoever buys this team, there's now some momentum. The snowball, it's building, it's building, it's building. And the player, the players on the ice are better. Uh, it's 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 a the team is a lot more fun to watch too. The brand that they're playing. I know people can criticize this, this, and that, but hey, this is a fun team to watch. And one of the most exciting, you got Brady Kachuk. But you watch Tim Stutzla, this could be a generational player. This could be a generational player that we are watching develop right in front of our eyes. So people can criticize, but you don't go anywhere with a franchise, usually, unless you don't have or have those types of players. And Ottawa's got two of those players, which to me, that's going to make the next 10 years here really exciting. I would love to know in a year or so, when you ask Tim Stutzla the impact Claude Giroux had on his career, what his answer will be. I think that'll be uh, immeasurable. Holly, that move, that move to bring in Giroux this summer, I think people are going to look back and say that was a stepping stone in the evolution of Tim Stutzla. Yes. Of having him around. Because Ottawa has never had guys like that around in the past that 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 you've brought in as a free agent. So I that's a good point you make. That was I think we will look back on that and say, well. That really helped to develop not just a Stutzla, Kachuk, Batherson, Norris, all those guys. Okay, quickly, lock of the day in Carolina, where Carolina is humming. I think they've won six straight games at home. Uh, actually, you know what? I think they're struggling at home right now. Uh, six, four, and two in their last 12 at home. They've won six straight overall, but struggling a bit at home ice at the moment. Ottawa's won two of three against Carolina. Yorkie, tell me, tell me you're picking the Ottawa Senators. Well, I know you're going sentence for sure, so I can't pick the same. I can't pick the same as you, Wally. So I'm going to go as much as I'd love to see Ottawa win this game, get a little more buzz going. Uh, 
I have had trouble, not recently. I'm going to pick Carolina and a nail biter. I'm going to take the Canes, so you can go ahead and take Ottawa. No, I, 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 I'm, I, I can't go against Carolina right now. I just think they're, they're just too good, uh, and they're just rolling. Uh, and Bobby is already sending his pick. He's going Carolina, so it's a sweep. Uh, we all agree, Carolina. Yeah, and we all took we all took Boston, and uh, people were upset. But hey, um, betting betting is it's not for the faint of heart. You can't pick with your heart. You got to do the logical pick. What you think? And by the way, I got the over in Boston, which I didn't get credit for. I want those points in the bank. <laughs> well, uh, well, we didn't we didn't bet on the over. Do you want the over under? You're gonna have to pick it on this game. Oh, now? So now I got to do it. Well, Bobby's not here. Forget it. I'm not picking right, well, I knew I knew Boston was going over. I, we yeah, have that I on video, by the way. That's on uh, video. It is, yes. But I will uh, – all right, we'll do it on Monday. Um, enjoy. You got Phoenix. You got the nice, fresh, warm air. No snow around. Go enjoy joints. your golf game. I'm gone. Just got to watch out for the rattlesnakes. And uh, <laughs> hopefully I don't get my ball stuck in a cactus. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Words of wisdom from Jason York. Uh, see you on Monday, Yorkie. Take care. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode.